the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. and to see what the next couple years in politics looks like. I kind of am. The propositions that go on in California are insane. The political spending right now is ratcheted way higher, to say the least. Oh, long story short, a lot can come out of these midterms. One of the areas of concern is, you know, too many Republicans or too many Democrats um, and then they get to push their agenda, and sometimes agendas change, and sometimes agendas are dynamic, and sometimes uh, they can go against what you know you've been betting on for years. Trump says his administration is looking into antitrust violations by Amazon, Facebook, Google, and uh, I guess Google's the parent company of Alphabet. He says he's not looking to hurt the U.S. tech giants, but is considering action. He saw that the European Union just slapped $5 billion fines on one of the companies, and he's like, hey, well, I don't know. I do that. Um, politicians love money. Politicians love money. It's worthy of note, right? So that's out there. So hey, I'm going to look forward to getting that behind us. I'm not going to be you know, super negative about it or anything like that, but I'm looking forward to it. Midterm elections can be talked about ad nauseum this week. Um, like it or not, I think we're stuck with trying to figure out what this means for Wall Street. That's my world, right? So there's the perspective that the market is reportedly keyed up about the outcome. When Trump got in, we knew regulations were going to be deregulated. Fewer regulations. That makes businesses a little bit more greased for success. We knew that tax cuts were on the agenda. We knew health care reform was on the agenda. And those are all areas that, you know, billions and billions and billions of dollars flow through. So we're going to pay attention. Wall Street certainly is with midterms. Conventional polling suggests the Democrats are likely to win a majority control of the House and the Republicans will maintain a majority control of the Senate. If so, it'll be a split Congress, which would then invite the term political gridlock, 
which in the 1990s as an investor, I made a lot of money on. In terms of political gridlock, not a lot gets done. In theory. In theory, a little less government spending. You look at the last two years and government spending ballooned in times of low unemployment. In my opinion, that's unacceptable. Ooh, Apple's getting beat up pretty good. I guess I got to talk about that, huh? I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, so the political gridlock term doesn't always work out that way as far as positives for the market. Because, again, we saw what happened with uh, the markets on the first two years of Trump's policies. And it was pretty darn good until October of 2018. Pay attention, but don't do knee-jerk reactions. I know someone that basically panicked and told people that he works with that, you know, we got to sell everything. We got to sell everything. When Trump got elected, because when you turn on the news, I mean, he got elected like at, what is it, 10 o'clock when West Coast time, Pacific time, when the elections get called and they're like, the winner is. And now conceding the election. Now accepting the, the election. So it was pretty late. And when that was so late, you looked overseas and you saw the world markets did not like it. And he panicked. And he was like, we need to sell everything. We've had a great eight-year, seven-year, seven-year bull market. We need to go, 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 go. It's like being on a plane, and you've got a parachute on, and the jump instructor's like, go. He doesn't say it once. He just says it five times to make sure you got it. Go, 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 go. So pay attention. No big knee-jerk reactions. That's really important. The hurdles for the stock market right now are very real. They include rising interest rates. Trade tension between the United States and China. Nuclear talks between the United States and Iran. Slowdown in foreign economies. And those are all real. So, I'm not settled no matter what happens with the election on November 7th that I'm going to change anything. I'm not settled that I won't. So the action on Friday certainly made it evident that trade matters are an ongoing source of volatility. The rising interest rates and inflation angst are on source, um, just volatility. Economic slowdown concerns are an ongoing source of volatility. So you got some volatility in the market, right? Volatility. And the market is not taken off because of those three things. Despite third quarter earnings being on track to increase almost 25%, 24.9% year over year. And the nice thing is, you can't claw those back. The downside is, maybe it's already written into the recipe or baked into the cake. Lowe's is in the news today. They're closing some 51 underperforming stores in the United States. That's got to be good for Home Depot, right? There is where... You have Lowe's in one city and Home Depot in the other, and then Lowe's in one city and Home Depot in the other. Seems to me that's a, a winner. China said they're going to continue it to open its markets to the world, even though there's economic sanctions going on between uh, the U.S. and China, and sanctions between U.S. and 
Iran. And boy, did Trump kind of get a victory with Iran. They say that they're ready to talk about nukes, but in different terms and different language than the U.S. is willing to. But during this whole time of fighting with Iran on, you know, you you should do this, we should do that, you should do that, we should do this, oil prices have fallen. So the one thing that Iran and OPEC can hold over the United States is a oil oil flow, right? Long story short, not so good. It's not so good. Mortgage rates have dipped back a little bit lower recently on the risk aversion that happened coming out of October. There's some fear out there. Netflix got a big double upgrade now that the stock is almost 30% off from its all-time highs. That's good. You can buy stocks 10% down when they're correcting, 20% down or more when they're in a bear market. If it's the stock you want, you just got a deal. So that's out there. Netflix a little lower today. Facebook a little lower today. Take a look at tech, and tech's struggling a little bit. So some old companies like uh, Disney and PG&E are moving higher today, and UPS. So I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Hopefully you don't have a broke body. Hopefully you don't have a broke financial situation. Hope is a wonderful thing. It belongs in churches and football fields. Hope doesn't really belong in financial planning. You need to do it. You don't hope you're going to hit the lottery. You need a financial plan. Big event's coming up basically two Saturdays from now. Rotary Summit Center in, oh my gosh, listen to this. This is so close to Thanksgiving, November 17th, Saturday. 9.30 to 11.30, it's going to be about retirement planning and income. 1 to 3, it's going to be more about what you do beyond investing your 401k. That's a new event that I'm going to be hosting. It's all about minimizing taxes and Social Security and good and bad products and real estate. You can sign up for the events at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, it's in San Jose at the Rotary Center, November 17th. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM after a video shows him brawling with a student in class. And I think we all know that kids today are a little more rambunctious than they were 10, 15 years ago, right? We all know that. And probably 30 years ago, and we hear our parents say things like, in my day, we never disrespected anyone. Um, we called people Mr. and Mrs. But they, trying to put this into a story on Wall Street, it, it's difficult. Other than to say that we never thought we'd see a teacher hit a student, and we never thought we'd see a student hit a teacher. And that's where the, the shock comes in for me with investing, 
is sometimes you don't see something coming and you totally play it wrong. And that is going to happen. And when it does, you can't let it get you down. There's a, a moment in The Handmaid's Tale. And I read the book by Margaret Atwood, not the TV show. I'm still a book guy. There's a moment where, you know, it's a story of oppression of women and women's rights and women's fertility rights and masculine societies and things like that. And a young woman has a, of Fred has a moment where she's like, I kind of want to do my own thing and be in love. Um, and she goes into, I think, a restroom or a closet or something, and she sees that someone before her had written the Latin phrase, don't let the bastards get you down. And I always remember that. Because sometimes you're going to be wrong. And sometimes things aren't going to go your way. Sometimes you're going to break out. Nolite te bastardes. Carbonundrum. Latin is not a sexy language to speak. I will say that much too, all right? Don't let the bastards get you down. You're going to have bad times when you sometimes play a stock wrong, play an investment wrong, play an investment product wrong. My neighbor, he bought some REITs, some private REITs years ago that have massively underperformed, but he's like, I feel like I'm stuck. I'm like, well, don't let it get you down, just move on. It's like two monks come to a, a river that's heavily flowing, and they're not supposed to hang out with women or touch women or anything like that. It's part of their vows. And a woman says, hey, I can't cross the, the, the river. It's, it's too much. Uh, and the first one's like, quiet. He knows his vows. You know, he knows what he's not supposed to do. And the second one puts her on his shoulders and carries her across. Puts her on the land, and the two monks continue on their journey. About an hour into the walk, or an hour after the river, the first monk, he's all upset and he's in a tizzy. He's in a tizzy. And uh, he's like, brother, brother, why did you touch that woman? It goes against our values. It goes against what we believe in. And he goes, I put her down an hour ago. I've moved on. And it's really important that you have that kind of mentality as an investor, that you could put things behind you. And, and supposedly, I, I guess, live in the moment. I don't really think that's quite right. But don't carry the baggage of, of bad mistakes. I remember back in the 2000, 2001, 2002, and 90s, anyone who invested made money. And if you didn't, you were, you were, something was wrong with you. But anyone who invested in 2000, 2001 couldn't make money. And people got to the point where they're like, I'm just not going to open my stock. I'm not going to open my, my, my brokerage statements. Back before brokerage statements or email, they were sent to you in mail every month. That was law. And people wanted to open them because they were depressed. Sometimes you open them, you go, I made a mistake, I'm going to sell it. I'm not going to hope for it to come back. Because Rob Black says hope belongs in churches. I hope there's an afterlife. And on the football field, I hope the 49ers, Jimmy Grappolo, turns out to be what we thought he was. Anyway, so that's out there. So Apple stock has fallen pretty aggressively amid reports that the tech giant is telling its suppliers to cancel plans for additional iPhone XR production lines. And Apple went out of their way to tell us, we're not going to tell everyone everything that we do. It's just not going to be our way of doing business anymore. 
we're not going to say we want 52 million phones sold. Foxconn originally prepared to have almost 60 assembly lines for the iPhone XR, but is now only using about 45 lines. And because Apple said it didn't need the extra production, the new outlook for the demand on the iPhone XR is down 20 to 25 percent from the original. So Apple stock is getting hit. It's not a bad thing. It's a normal thing. It's healthy. But when they came out and said, we're not going to tell people how many phones we're going to sell anymore. Analysts freaked out on Thursday, Friday, and ultimately Monday. And you got Apple giving some slight soft guidance, which reflects the recent view that Apple reduced iPhone production. Now they still got the phone, the watch, the AirPods. They got a wireless charging station coming at some point in time that's 18 months late at this point in time. What's wrong with that? Does that tell you that maybe it catches on fire or something? I don't know. They're not perfect. They have a lot of money. and That can fix a lot of problems. You know, when people say money doesn't equal happiness, it doesn't, but it sure as darn well helps. Because poverty sucks. And I see some poor people who are incredibly happy, but I see some rich people who are in their minds happier, but I don't know. I'm going to drop it. Take some Xanax and go to bed. Apple renewed angst for investors with their earnings. Uh, company reported earnings per share of 291 on revenue of $62.9 billion over a 90-day period. That was better than expected. Um, but they came up short in shipments. They sold only 46.9 million phones in the quarter, about the same as a year ago. So they're not going to tell somebody phones they're going to sell anymore because there's no more growth. We've hit, we've hit peak phone sales. Anyone who wants a cell phone probably has a cell phone. You hit peak stuff. There was a point in time where no one had a computer in their house. Now anyone who wants a computer has a computer in their house. Or even they've replaced computers with notebooks or notebooks with iPads or iPads with iPhones. Apple's powerhouse services division racked up $9.9 billion in revenue, up 27% from a year ago. You're going to hear more about services. And you're going to see Apple roll out more services to their peak phone users. China's still a problem. That's out there. I'm going to go over some stocks I like. I'm going to talk about investing beyond a 401k, wealth accumulation. We're doing two events on Saturday, November 17th in San Jose. The first event is about wealth preservation, retirement income. CFP Chad Burton. That's going to be 9.30 to 11.30 in San Jose at the Rotary Center. And in the afternoon, it's going to be investing beyond a 401k wealth accumulation from 1 to 3. Um, should you start a franchise? Should you do a Roth conversion? Should you invest in real estate? College savings plans? Hiring financial advisors? When should you do it? You can sign up for the events at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, or you can go to New Focus Financial, newfocusfinancial.com. And sign up. Use the code RADIO25 to get it for free. New Focus Financial has got a lot of good downloads that I like on these events. I'm Rob Black.
comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Times are changing. We've got the elections coming. Seems like every day we get bad news because someone has their cell phone and they're videotaping people behaving badly. Seems the elections are filled with vitriol and spit and venom. And then we got CFP Chad Burton who's going to be doing a big event coming up in San Jose on a Saturday. We don't do a lot of San Jose events, do we, Chad? Or uh, Saturday. Uh, Did I say San Jose? And Saturday. I mean... San Jose, we get close all the time, but not on Saturday. Should be a good event. Um, it's coming up on the 17th, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. People could sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. You're going to be doing a wealth preservation retirement income. You hit a lot of topics in two hours from 930 to 1130, and there's questions, there's answers. Uh, people can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Um, as we move to the end of the year, well, let's do this week first before we go to the end of the year. As we move to the end of this week, we're getting elections done. How are you feeling about elections? Because um, I know that they play a dramatic role in investing, especially in the short-term moves. There's dollar movements. There's divided Congress. There's infrastructure products being debated. There's higher interest rates, lower interest rates. There's machinery stocks. There's a lot going on. What are you seeing? Well, first of all, when, it, when we see the Congress flip, we often you know, see a little bit of a pullback, but most of the time, about a year later, things are positive again. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, it'll cause some uncertainty in the short term, but if you have gridlock in the long term, the market <laughs> tends to like that a little bit better because they know there's not going to be any major changes, right? So you, you have some certainty for a few years in terms of taxes and other things that no other sweeping changes are going to be done. And we all just move forward because it's not... You know, it's it's the stock market. You have to remember is a it's, it boils down to the individual companies and are they growing their revenue? How are they handling their expenses, which are a bit higher now because of higher interest rates and higher wages? And what does the profit look like? And that's that's what it always boils down to versus who's been elected. It's gonna be an interesting week. So go out and vote. That's what they keep saying on the radio and television. Go out and vote. Um, flipping back to our world as we move towards the end of the year after the elections, what are some things we should be thinking about tax-wise and savings-wise? I'm going to sit down and send in some tax payments to the IRS later this week. So I'm thinking taxes, and I, I'm listening to your words, Mr. Burton. Yes, it is. Well, it's, it's time to do some projections, um, and this is the time of year when people should be booking an appointment with their CPA to say, where am I? Especially if you're a business owner, if you own real estate, uh, things like that, because it, the law has changed a lot. And I will say federally, it's better for most people, except if you were that, as I've said before, you're, let's say you're a younger couple, you just were able to afford to buy your house, you're paying high property taxes, um, and maybe you've stopped putting money into the 401k to, to be able to get into that house, you're going to probably be hurting a little bit because of the lack of income tax deduction from state taxes on the federal return. But most other people in the Bay Area, Rob, that are worried about not being able to deduct all of their state income taxes and property taxes on the federal return, a lot of those same people were paying AMT tax and losing those deductions anyway. And now the federal limit the federal tax brackets are much lower, and it's much harder to get an AMT. Very few people will be paying it. 
So you're probably going to be better off unless you're that one small you know, unfortunate pool of people that I was talking about. So you need to do some tax projections to figure out where you are. Did you have any large stock options that vested, any, you know, sold a bunch of stock because you got too overweight in the company? And you might owe some taxes. You remember that's that magic date of January 15th to make sure that you do any true up with the IRS before you get start getting hit with interest and penalties. Um, and then make sure if you're going to be 50 by the end of the year that you're saying, okay, I've got you know now a little less than two months left to be able to change my withholding on my paycheck to get that extra $5,500 into my 401k. Um, and then start thinking about next year inside the 401k. Like, What else can you do to save if you've maxed out the pre-tax side? Maybe your plan, like Cisco, Apple, and Microsoft, maybe your plan now has the ability to put in after-tax dollars where you can convert that into the Roth side of the 401k and create this huge pool of tax-free money. What's interesting about what you just said, you used the term AMT. Can I tell you a secret? Mm-hmm. I can't spell AMT. Thus, I use, <laughs> thus I use a CPA. I can spell CPA. I can't spell AMT. Taxes are too much for me. So highly recommend if you're intimidated by taxes, consider a CPA. Um, but thanks for a lot of that information. Now, again, more tax planning. Um, because the way my career went, I never built up a big fat IRA. Um, so my ability to convert it to a backdoor Roth doesn't feel like it's as big of an advantage for as for me as for other people. What's the mega backdoor Roth? It sounds like something I might want to look into. Well, yeah. So, and this is part of you know the the two events that we have going on, which are very different on Saturday. If you're going to one, you're probably not going to want to go to the other. It's it's much different. So let's say that you've hit that point in life. Uh, maybe it's oftentimes your kids are finally done with college. You're maxing out your 401k. You can finally afford to do that. Um, and you need, you know you need to save more money to catch up, so what do you do? You, well, typically you would say, okay, I can either do a Roth IRA or I can just invest in an index fund in a regular account and start building wealth that way. Well, a lot of plans are bringing back the ability to put in after-tax dollars. So to, to give you an example, let's say you put in the max in your 401k and then there's an employer match that goes on top of that. There's still a federal limit that is that allows you to get more money in if the plan allows it. So you can actually make after-tax contributions from your paycheck into the 401k and into another pool of money inside your 401k account called after-tax contributions. And now, under current tax law, you can convert that, and usually inside the plan it happens every quarter, from your after-tax pool into the Roth pool, and there's usually, unless the account's gone up in value in that short period of time, it's really typically not taxable. The contributions are not taxable if they made any money in that short period of time. Those would be taxable, so tiny tax bill. And it moves that money from one pool into the Roth pool inside your 401k, which will grow tax-free for the rest of your life. As long as you take it out under 59 and a half, you will never pay a dime on it. Um, and then when you retire from that company, you can just roll that into a Roth IRA. And so it's the best, most tax-efficient savings vehicle that we can have. And so we're seeing uh, Cisco offer it, and now you can do the conversions automatically. Um, Apple's done it. Microsoft is really easy for employer employees to sign up for. So check with HR and see if it's, it's now offered inside your plan. Good stuff. Again, the big event is coming up on the 17th of November. 
It is going to be in San Jose at the Rotary Center, which is a beautiful location, easy parking. People can learn more about the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It's coming right up, and it's at the end of the year. This is a good time to educate yourself. Two events, one for wealth preservation, one for wealth accumulation. That's loosely defined. More details at newfocusfinancial.com. How about self-employed? I always felt self-employed kind of get a short end of the straw. All things considered, and we're a society that are moving is moving more towards self-employed and contract work as a way of saving money for the big corporations. What about the self-employed? Do saving strategies get easier under new tax laws? And got about two minutes. Um, I don't know if they're really any easier. Some of the formulas have changed. But first of all, I'll say that my favorite plan is an individual 401k because most people go and do a SEP, but the individual 401k, if you have a year that your income's lower, you can end up getting more money into it and um, do other things like Roth conversions where you can't do that as well with a SEP IRA. So self-employed people, if you don't have any employees, or maybe it's just you and your spouse, you can do an individual 401k. They're typically free to set up. Um, there's no annual tax filing due on it until it's over $250,000. You can typically defer you know, up to 18.5 of your pay plus about 18% of your net business income. And then if you're older, um, let's say you're over 45, over 50 or so, um, with no employees, you can also tack on a defined benefit plan and save a huge amount of money. So, for example, uh, one client that does a lot of work on boards, he has a lot of income, so he defers about 100000 of his 200000 in pay into a defined benefit. Then he's doing that Roth portion, the mega Roth, with a portion of that pay as, as well, Rob. So, huge tax deduction plus tax-free growth. So, a lot of options for the self-employed. A lot of good stuff there, and there's going to be even more. People could listen to your show tomorrow on KDOW AM 1220 from 6 to 7, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. That's about all the time you have to spare at this point in your life for educating people on radio shows. Um, you can find chat at newfocusfinancial.com. The big event's coming up, not this weekend, but the following. So it's right around the corner, November 17th. It's at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose. It's a beautiful location. It's a great day out if you want to get lunch or dinner or do a little bit of shopping afterwards. Um, San Jose is a, has been renov, uh, renovated beautifully. It's a wonderful little city, and you can find more of CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the event. Get some downloads there. Use the code RADIO25. Thanks for joining us, Chad, and uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, Rob. It's CFP Chad Burton, and um, he's a good friend of mine, and I count him as a friend. Um, I count him as a partner. I count him as a lot of things. A uh, solid human being on top of it. So uh, not always the easiest thing in the world to find great people to work with. He's a pretty great person. So anyhow, and anyway, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Uh, it's election week. <laughs> I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Uh, Ariana Grande did not sing the song Thank You Next about me. <laughs> Maybe one day, right? Maybe one day. I leave you now to some commercials. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Now if we jump together, at least we can swim far away from the wreck we made. Then only for a minute, I want to change my mind, cause this just don't feel right to me. I want to raise your spirits, I want to see you smile. Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
1220 KDOW. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be said that they're dropping the minimum on free shipping for the holiday period, November until about six or seven or eight days before Christmas. So they're going to offer free shipping with no minimums. That is an attack at Walmart and Target, which in recent years have chipped away Amazon's lead with their own offers of free two-day shipping. While Walmart's maintained its $35 order threshold this holiday, Target has scrapped its minimum until December 22. Um, it's pretty interesting, right? Over half U.S. households have a Prime subscription already. It's interesting. I uh, wanted to watch a movie last night, and I got Netflix, and I got Amazon Prime, and I've got Comcast, and I got like all these like ser- HBO. So I had to go to HBO to search if the movie was available. Nope. Went to Netflix to search if the movie was available. Nope. Went to Amazon Prime. Was it available? No, but there were some interesting ones that were. Um, like the BBC series that I was incredibly fond of, Life on Mars. Um, and I was like, I, I wouldn't mind watching that again. At one point in time, I spent big money buying the DVDs because the BBC didn't have like discount DVDs and bootleg DVDs were all the wrong way to go. But you get the idea. Free shipping. And this is going to be interesting because on one hand, it pisses me off as an Amazon Prime Pain member. You know, I pay $119 a year for that perk. And for them to give it to everyone through Christmas, I'm like, maybe I don't have to pay that. But they did have this TV show that I kind of like. Anyhow, and anyway, you get the idea. Free shipping can apply to hundreds of millions of items on Amazon versus hundreds of thousands on Target. And you kind of see where it goes. Let me play a quick game with you. And it's kind of a Jeopardy game. Over or under, how much did Amazon's spend last year on shipping costs? Is it over or under $15 billion? How much did Amazon spend on shipping costs last year. Do you want to know? I can tell you it's doubled since 2015. They spent $21.7 billion on shipping. Now you look at half American households have an Amazon Prime. It ain't going to eat into that. I mean, it's it's cute, and I get it, but that's expensive. Uh, that's not expensive. Yeah, that's an expensive cost to doing business. Right? But they've kind of figured it out by offering some perks here and there. That's exactly what Apple's going to do. That's exactly what companies like Macy's are going to do. Just do business the old-fashioned way, the way you did it 5, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, is corporate suicide right now. Now, what's interesting about Amazon being able to offer free shipping, uh, no minimums, is because they're a big company and they got a lot of cash and they got a share price that they could always make more cash with by converting it. So people like Donald Trump look at that and go, I bet a lot of Amazon, uh, I bet a lot of Target employees and Walmart employees and shoppers are a little pissed. 
So he says over the weekend that he's looking at antitrust violations by Amazon, Facebook, and Google, or Alphabet. So do you see how kind of like the straw, is it antitrust? Is it unfair? Is it unfair competitive advantage? It kind of feels like it, right, that Amazon could pull that off. But we kind of like it, and we, we kind of benefit from it. We are kind of thrilled with it. So Trump, that would be really bad news for California's economy if he slaps on the antitrust tag on Google or Facebook or down the road Apple. I doubt he'll do Apple because Apple has you know, so many jobs that they've created. But we'll see. We'll see. And if that antitrust tag gets labeled on any of those companies, you would expect some downsizing. You know, having Google to split their company or Apple to split their company from hardware to software to um, services. Some would get a premium, some would get a discount. People would lose their jobs. So, in my opinion, just throwing it out there for you. That's a big story today. Netflix got a couple upgrades today, as analysts say, by the 27% dip. I find that story to be one of, of a lot of value. I hope you see it for value because I see it for value. I see no value and tell you that there's some new turkey-flavored chips for Thanksgiving. But I may have to do that story on TV because TV's got a much... I'm going to refer to it as a dumber audience. Than a lot of backstabbing in the news game. I mean, you have to watch your back. But they've got a lot more numbers. Whereas radio has a much smarter audience, but much smaller audience than television. Don't! So you kind of see why I like doing both. Anyhow, 7-Eleven launched Scan and Go at 14 stores. Um, more jobs being lost. Right? So we'll see if it works. They've got a 7-Eleven rewards loyalty program that they're tying towards it. Do you see how retailers have to do new ways of doing business? I hate going to a 7-Eleven and seeing a line of four people. I just turn around and leave. If there's people roaming the store and there's four people in it, I'm, I'm out of there. Not worth my 20-minute wait. Now, if I could scan my own items, maybe. You can find me online at Rob Black's show. One of my favorite songs, one of my favorite TV shows. The BBC version, the U.S. version, stank. But, and again, I'm not a BBC snob. I hate BBC snobs. Big event coming up November 17th. Two events, one for wealthy people, one for people accumulating wealth. You can sign up for the events at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in. You're one of those two. You're either accumulating wealth or you're managing it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.